rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? All right. Guys, 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 guys. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and we need it. We need more of that. I'm getting a warning the stream is not streaming well. I don't know. Maybe it's... We'll see what happens. I might have to start restart the stream. This has happened before. All right. If you are on... Let me do some plugs here. Thank you for hanging out. Like I said, this is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. If you want to hang out with the greatest chat room in American history, come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster and i see jim in the chat already thank you jim for your super chat right out of the gate jim is the best hello jd nice to see you nice to see you i hope uh, i don't know hope we have a lively crew tonight um since it is the holiday weekend coming up so people might be doing other things getting ready getting ready to uh, to mourn the end of American democracy, the end of the American experiment. I, I don't know. I guess uh, it, let's not go quietly into that night, rage against the dying of the light. I suppose that's what we could say we're doing here. It is absolutely frustrating. And in fact, I, uh, a couple of shows, or maybe it was the last show, I saw what people were talking about in the chat room saying how, everyone that they listen to every liberal podcaster or talk show host like me is screaming about democrats growing a spine and and the actual democrats out here on the front lines at the barricades are unapologetically fighting on the right side of history and fighting for this grand experiment that so many have fought, bled, and died for. And yet, we have the leadership of the Democratic Party. It doesn't seem to be able to muster the same, I don't know what it is, passion. Watching Chuck Schumer read his statements. I, I, I mean, get the F out of here. You know, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Every time I see Chuck Schumer on C-SPAN, look, he looks down or he reads, this is appalling, this is un-American, this is, it's boring. And uh, hasn't, haven't, has, have the Democrats been paying attention at all that we have this filthy fascist carnival barker on one side, and then we have Democrats reading boring, uh, a boring litany that nobody's paying attention to. And it also doesn't seem to, when I listen to Chuck Schumer, there is, there's no passion there. The, even when, I mean, you would think Nancy Pelosi reading her second, the poem that she read after they destroyed, or, or well, they destroyed Roe v. Wade and sent women to die in back alleys, you think she might have mustered some some passion in the meantime, but this is not what I want to talk about tonight. But I'm just what I'm saying is, um, we need to fight. 
We know that. I hope that the Democrats are listening. And I mean the Democrats in the in the halls of power. And sometimes I do. I believe that I mean, I have suspicions that sometimes they do. They must monitor these shows. Right. I mean, they certainly listen to Tom Hartman. But I do hear that I sometimes I hear things that we've said on this show and I hear it kind of getting out there. And that's that's the point. So that's what we do. That's what we're doing here. That's what I'm doing. I'm hoping, you know, because because they're always saying how Democrats don't know how to message. I don't know why. This is how you message. You you message without apology. You don't apologize for being right and leaving no one behind. You don't apologize for that, for putting e pluribus unum into action. There's nothing to apologize for. And part of that's part of why, in my opinion, why Democrats will, well, well, we do, I could say we lose despite winning, despite receiving the most votes. But all of these rigging and gerrymandering took place while, you know, Chuck Schumer and uh, was was reading from his cliff notes with his head down in a monotone voice on the House on the Senate floor. And Nancy Pelosi was reading a poem. So it's time, in my opinion, it's time for the new guard. Look at what, I mean, because for real, this, if you're in, in positions of power, while all of this is, you've allowed this to happen over decades. It, isn't it time to get, to groom the new generation or mentor them, put them in the front, follow the, the younger generation because they the, we, I mean this is the shit show we're leaving them or they're leaving they're leaving us I mean I'm not young but I'm certainly not ready to drop yet so I'm gonna be around here a little bit longer hopefully I mean obviously nothing is guaranteed but I do hope one of the I mean be careful what you wish for because I always <laughs> if one of these violent scumbag incel freaks takes a pot shot at me the the show will definitely get some good publicity so all right and thank you richard w for your super chat and yeah we got a good chat room happening so let me do some plugs if you can please become a patron at patreon.com this is how we keep the show going and growing it's it is the bottom line you want shows we're in this together. That's it's part of e pluribus unum <laughs> of the Terrorbuster community. If you can, you know, two dollars a month, a dollar a month, whatever the hell, it's uh, it's good. It's good for me psychologically too. If I know that people are supporting the show, that helps. And uh, also to support the the platforms that run the show, like Rockfin and what else? Oh yeah, oh APS Radio News. That's a new. Um, new platform that we're on, that Tarabuster's on, and it's, that's great. Support APSRadioNews.com, please, and FYINation.com. That's another independent liberal radio station. Verdant Square Radio. Okay, yeah, I don't ask for much, do I? I may ask for it over and over and over again, but. It's not much. How about giving the show a good review on iTunes? That helps. Can somebody go there now? Go. I mean, I should put the freaking iTunes thing in the chat. 
Let me do that. All you gotta do is Google Tara Buster iTunes. It comes right up. It's just good that... I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It helps keep... Get the show up in the freaking algorithm instead of being suppressed. And I do believe in many ways... I'm, you know, we know this. We know this for a fact that the, they suppress the liberal liberal shows because they don't want to give the right wingers, the fascists. They they're very touchy. The fascists. They don't they don't want to give the fascists a, a feeling that they're being picked on. So they pick on. They have to do both sides. Both sides. You know, both sides are the same. Yeah, so July 4th, thank you, Richard W. in the chat. July 4th, 2022, the United States is 246 years old. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. And it's, it's not even 250 years old. And we're already swirling the bowl under this minority, greed-centered minority death cult. That's what it is. We, we have work to do. And I don't know. Uh, I I'm I'm pissed off today. I really am. I'm just pissed that I I have to ask how much longer we got to take it. But the thing is, uh, this is what Republicans do. Whenever they get power, whenever conservatives, let's put it that way, they oh they overreach. They can't help it because they hate democracy. They can't. They they like I said, they lack the fundamental majority to function in democracies. So they, whenever they get power, they, of course, pull the ladders up behind them. And this is what they're up to. And then they, it's like a, it's like a smash and grab. Um, one of those videos you've seen where people like smash through uh, the whole bunch of um, criminals converge on one place at the same time. And they're all smashing and, and running. That's what it's like. Because they they know that nobody nobody wants their shit. Nobody wants what they're peddling, and it is bullshit. So now we're under this tiny this 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 t tyranny of this minority Supreme Court, this illegitimate Supreme Court. And I'm glad to hear some of the Democrats catching on. Hopefully, they have listened to this show because whenever you mention the Supreme Court, you have to qualify it with the illegitimate Supreme Court. This is Tara Devlin. I'll be right back. So that's part of messaging. Illegitimate court. Let's let's just dive into a few stories that I have on the on the on the list here, and it never stops. Like for example, uh, this is I mean. The, the the fucking Supreme Court, this Clarence Thomas, this Uncle Clarence Thomas clown, where do we live? I cannot believe that we are under this, this cult. So Clarence Thomas, here's from Salon, Brandon Gage wrote, Clarence Thomas claims that COVID-19 vaccines are made with cells from terminated pregnancies. Like, here we fucking go. First of all, that's bullshit. But, okay, he's only, the, he's only a Supreme Court justice with a cult-following wife. 
who is in the middle of a coup, helping a coup happen. I mean, you can, is this real? Is this happening? Somebody pinch me. Could you imagine? Let's play the game. If the shoe was on the other foot, imagine what the Republicans would do. You know, imagine if the Democrats for the past 50 years received fewer votes, but still held the majority. Imagine if the only, I I mean, what's the statistic as far as the, the, there's only been one president in the last 50 years, one Republican president that received the majority of votes from the American people. This is that's an abomination, and this twice impeached ugh, I can't talk twice impeached con man, this dirtbag, this greed centered coup plotting freaking criminal dirtbag, put illegitimately three three scumbags, three dishonorable pieces of dirt on the court. Who have no? I mean, of course, then you see Katanji Brown Jackson. She, God help her, going into that court. She's got more qualifications. She's more qualified than the entire six nutbags on there, put together. And you know she's going to have to bite her tongue and dealing with these freaks. You, here's here's the article. United States Supreme Court Associate Clarence Uncle Clarence Thomas claimed on Thursday. Wait, hold on. Let me see if my audio's crackling. Crackling in. You guys will tell me if it's if it's bad. Crackling and schmackling. Oh wait, I meant to. I have so many things to do. That's why I need a, I need more patrons. Somebody dropped off the patron page and whatever. That's why we... I, when, you know, we just need more freaking pay. I don't know. What do I do? What do I do? I'm sick of it. <laughs> what do I do, guys? I, you, can, you can be my therapist tonight. What do I do? Let me see. I'm just texting somebody. I forgot to text. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like you need to hear. This is a show. So it's silent, of course. Okay. Um, the conservative justice's statement came in a dissenting opinion on, on a case in which the Supreme Court declined to hear a religious liberty challenge to New York's COVID-19 vaccine mandate from 16 healthcare workers. That, who could go fuck themselves, frankly? You know? These healthcare work. I was thinking about it today. So actually, because I was uh, I was on that friggin' neighbors app, next door app. I you know I, I call it neighbors by. It's in my. It's stuck in my brain as neighbors, next door. And somebody was like, because people were talking about the uh, Supreme Court shoving women into back alleys to die, and they someone was like, yes, my body, my choice, like the vaccine. Like fuck you, you know they they think they're cute with this shit. Like uh, the the same people screaming, t- trying to co-opt that mon, you know that that chant, my body, my choice. They don't give a shit about your choice or your body. And you know they're a bunch of hypocrites. 
And frankly, I wish they would just get the hell out already. Move to a desert island. Move. Take your your cult and your con man and go to go to Liberland. Go to a desert island. Let's stop fucking with e pluribus unum you can't handle it it is so clear that you hate the general welfare you hate your fellow americans you cannot exist you can't coexist with people who don't a hundred percent agree with your freaking sky spook and every other ideological nut job fever dream you have in your skull you can't handle it but you see, it's the, always the other way. We have to handle their shit like, and be like, oh, it's respect their, their friggin' stupid choices in life. Like having 19 kids and counting and shit like that. Go, uh, nobody's going in there and telling them not to have 19 kids and counting, are we? But they're always coming to our, our houses and saying who we can form legal contracts with. And they want to check our peepees. And they want to make sure that we, uh, we're not uh, harming the precious cells they pretend to care so much about. Until they're born, though. Because every once you're born, if, especially you have darker pigment, you're on your own, booby. They can't handle democracy because it's it's way above them. And I'm sick of it. Aren't you sick of it? I hope you're as sick of it as I am because I don't even know uh, what else to say about it. It is sickening. I'm sick of it. We are sick from it. They're sickening the entire society. And they should just go the shut the fuck up and go. Go away. If you can't handle it, you can't handle democracy. You don't get to manipulate it into your, uh, fit it into your dark age view of humanity. You don't get to drag us back to the dark ages. Because that's what this thing is supposed to be the antidote to. This is what gets me insane. I don't give a shit. You can wrap your manias in the veneer of legitimacy all day long but this thing is birthed was born from the liberal age of enlightenment and it is supposed to be the antidote to everything they're up to you understand everything they're up to it's no coincidence that that, that tucker carlson is doing an autocrat tour an autocrat love fest that in any other world, any other democratic society that's functioning, this would be an abomination. He would be vilified. That per that Tucker asshole, uh, chicken killing scumbag would be a marginalized figure, not on a highly watched freaking propaganda channel. This is the problem. These people need to be in the trash bin of history and let them live there because that's where they're comfortable. But they can't, they just, they shouldn't have power. They cannot handle it. Not in a democratic society, not in a modern society. You want a shithole society that, that is like the Dark Ages. They're all for, they're your guys and gals but not a modern society that functions 
for more than just the rich. I'm just sick of it. What can I say? I hope you're sick of it, too. Thank you, Winston. Winston is agreeing. He's sick of it, too. That's right. Winston says, yeah, if they don't like America and what it stands for, go Galt. Exactly. Go Galt. Get the fuck out. They're always threatening to go Galt, right? That's the other thing. And thank you for reminding me. Oh, go Galt. They're going to shrug. Well, shrug off already. What are you waiting for? Shrug the fuck off. Get out. We don't need you. I'm a, and I'm just tired of the I'm tired of their propaganda channels being treated as if th they are legitimate. This is the other thing. We need to stop this as normal people, as Democrats, as progressives, as liberals, as people as non-republicans slash normal people. People in power need to stop like Chuck Schumer needs to stop treating Fox News and every other channel the, on the on the right wing scumbag set needs they need to stop treating them like they're legitimate news outlets any news outlet that makes its viewers less informed than people who watch no news at all is not a news outlet it's a propaganda channel and oh we're divided we're divided now who was i was actually i was listening to Tom Hartman, and he mentioned something. It was a it was a show that was a couple of days old, and uh, Robert Reich apparently wrote an article warning against prosecuting Trump. Let me see, Robert. I love Robert Reich, but and let's see, Robert Reich blog. And he was saying, if we prosecute Trump, he was warning against it, saying that it would make a martyr out of him and it would tear the country apart. And that, are you kidding? He's already a fucking martyr. He's all, the country's already torn apart. So because of that, we don't, there's no rule of law. Well, one guy in the country, the biggest freaking loser, the single biggest loser American taxpayer, Trump, who lost more money. Somebody had to be the biggest loser. It was him. You goddamn cultists. It was your dim Fuhrer, your dim leader. You dumb Fiora. He's he was the biggest loser American taxpayer, the biggest parasite this country has ever been inflicted with. He's not a he's not a he's nobody. I mean, if they put his fucking portrait up, this is the other thing I I was thinking about. You know, usually in normal times or normal er times, the 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 current president will have a uh, a portrait reveal as a yeah a nice little gathering with the former administration and and re, and have a viewing of the presidential portrait and as it's hung and anybody hangs that fucking that con man's picture up I I'm glad Joe Biden hasn't done this of course how could he the guy is in the middle of a coup. The problem is if we if this starts happening, because you know that's what Republicans want. They are the entire Republican Party needs to needs to go away. 
They need to go the way of the Whigs. They need to go into the sewer. They go back to the sewer with the rats. And actually, to call them rats is to honor them, as you know. So it's true, because rats are rats. Oh, they are given a choice. For those who haven't heard, there is a they've done studies on rats. Given a choice, a rat for uh, will either um, a choice between getting a treat and saving another rat from drowning. They the rat saves the fellow rat every time, whereas Republicans will they go for they go right for the treat. You know they leave you behind all the time. They're like, ah, eh, fuck you, go die, meet Jesus, this fake Jesus that they worship. And in fact, I'm not even kidding. You realize that this, where is this? Oh my God, there's so much shit to talk about. The, and I'm sorry, uh, but it is what it is. This is Tower Buster. We go all over the place. Where is it? Some of you, see, I had it right here. That's why I need a, I need a producer that isn't a cat. Here it is. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton on the Uvalde massacre. God has a plan. This is what, that's their plan, is God. God. You realize that. They will, it's it's smash and grab until Jesus calls you home. The fake Jesus that they were. They They hate Jesus. They don't want to see Jesus. They want to glom up all the earthly rewards and... They want to pretend to love Jesus. Well, but I, you know, if Jesus exists, wait till he gets a hold of them. But anyway, I, I missed this. I couldn't believe I missed this. But, you know, it's a fire hose of, of, of uh, offenses constantly. But this is what they, their answer to children turned into red mist by assault weapons in school. It's the, it is so disgusting. She, he says, life is so short, no matter what. The Texas attorney general who, packed, who backed Trump's coup said, and oppo- he opposes any new gun legislation. Attorney general from Texas, Ken Paxton, recently said that he would, that, said, oh, here we go, here we go, that he would tell parents of young children killed in the Uvalde massacre Quote, unquote, God has a plan. Can you fucking believe these monsters? And who votes for them? Did, I, did you guys see this? Paxton, who took the leading role in the failed Supreme Court case aimed at overturning the results of the 2020 election, went on a media blitz to fight calls for gun restrictions shortly after an 18-year-old shooter killed 19 children and two teachers at um, the Robb Elementary School in West Texas town of Uvalde. In an interview with right-wing radio host Trey Graham, Paxton acknowledged that it's difficult to give comfort to families who've lost their kids because you have to pretend to be human, I guess. You have to muster some kind of emotion, some empathy that you overheard, you saw on TV once. 
and you can't do it. You just can't bring yourself to do it because you're sick. There's something damaged in these people. You understand there's, they are the, they're the, um, outliers. Human beings have, we have emotion, we have empathy. That's the way mother nature made us. So we could not be assholes and, and do nothing when children are killed by assault weapons needlessly. Oh, it's, oh, it's your right. It's your right. That's the thing I, I keep hearing from right-wingers. It's in the Constitution. Well, I, but, well, you know, of course, let's not go there again. Well-regulated militia. Join the fucking well. I don't get it. Okay. No one mentions that. I don't really understand why, but... Um, Paxton acknowledges it's difficult to give comfort to families who lost kids. If, and he goes, if I lost one of my children, I'd be pretty devastated. Pretty devastated. Oh, how, uh, how emotive, I guess. Especially in a way that is so senseless and seemingly has no purpose. Yeah. Oh, well, it's freedom, right? It's your freedom. I think, I, I don't understand, really. I don't, I... I don't under I don't I can't even imagine what it's like for the families who've lost children who it's not they haven't lost them they know exactly where they were they sent them to school to get an education in this fucked up country destroyed and turned into a shithole by republicans into a blood soaked madhouse greed-centered kiss-up kick-down madhouse by right-wingers that's that's their mistake they that's all they did they sent their kids to school in this fucked up country and they were sh they were murdered for no reason other than republicans are greedy they're cowards that's all it's about. It's all, it all comes down to greed because they're getting paid. They're getting money from the, from the NRA. They don't want to, they don't want to offend their masters. They're true masters. They don't work for the people. Obviously. What government, what gov what representative allows this to continue? Kids to go to school and get massacred. What in what fucking bizarro world do we live? In an interview with right wing, yeah, that's what I said. Paxton acknowledged it's difficult to give comfort if I oh because he it's all about him. I don't know what to do. I'm expected to give comfort to these fuckers. Oh, can we move on and get back to Trump calling somebody a fat pig? So this asshole says, uh, this is, we're talking about um, the Attorney General, Ken Paxton, saying that in response to kids being murdered in school, saying God has a plan. That's all part of God's plan. No, it's not part of God's plan. Maybe God's plan is for you get up, to get off your disgusting, cushy ass and do something about it. Instead of being a greed-centered ghoul. But maybe that. They, they can't see that. If I lost one of my children, I'd be pretty devastated, especially in a way that's so senseless and seemingly has no purpose. I think, 
I would just have to say, if I had the opportunity to talk to the people, I have to say, there's a plan. There's always a plan. I believe God has a plan. Fucking fucking people. These people. Life is short. No matter what it is. Life is short. We're talking about eight-year-olds. Six-year-olds. This piece of shit. He got to live a life. He, ha- he got to grow up. He didn't have to go through live shooter drills when he was uh, growing up. This is a rel- this is a new phenomenon. He got to grow up and he got to get big enough so he could be a greed-centered ghost of the Gilded Age and beg masters to trickle on him and so, as long as he's a mouthpiece for for autocracy and sickness. I believe God always has a plan. Life is short, no matter what it is. And certainly, we're not going to make any sense of it. You know, a young child being shot and killed way before their life expectancy. This is, that's what he, that's the best he could muster. You understand where the fuck we live? It is so incredibly vile. In any other functioning world, that that person would be a pariah. He would not be an attorney general. He's like, you know, these these Republicans are damaged. They are fucked up. You know, I have my fucking issues, but at least I go to therapy. I do shit about it. You know what I mean? I don't, to the best of my ability, and I'm not saying I'm the greatest person on earth, we try to get better with and we try to you know be a good person and fucking not be a piece of shit that's the point right but the all of these republicans are just selfish it is it's like a it is their guiding light is selfishness i don't know where they they think this this jesus of theirs agrees with with this kind of madness. It's unbelievable. Paxton's comments came ahead of an emotional testimony by parents of Uvalde victims in the house last week. Kimberly Rubio, whose 10-year-old daughter Lexi was killed in the attack. I can't even imagine. How did this fucking woman... You know, I'm just cursing because now I'm cursing. She wakes up every day with a, a, a hole that cannot be filled, ripped from her chest. And I know, you know, when Joe Biden always says it's like a black hole, wanting you feel like you're going to get sucked in it. That's really the truth. That's what grief feels like. But I, I've, I've been, I've grieved in my lifetime. And I, you know, I've told you some stories. I, 2010, I lost my mother three months, exactly three months to the day later, I lost, my father died. And then exactly, well, not to the day, but three months later, my, uh, my little cat died. You know, it was like a, it was a really shitty year. And I remember being, thinking like, I'm not, how am I going to get through this every day? Waking up for me, it was the morning you know, when I wake up. That's at night. I felt, I guess, I don't know. I was tired and 
but it was the morning for me. Some people get it at night. They get the, the crushing realizations come home at night. But for me, it was the morning. I would wake up and feel, feel that horrible emptiness and and you know this just it's grief and I, but i can't I, you know it's but it's normal that's the normal cycle of life we you you lose your parents right it's not supposed to be the other way around i cannot imagine a child you're a, a, a beautiful child. They, you send them off to school and some sick fuck murders them because they're allowed to be armed in this sick-ass country. And it all comes down to greed. Greed, that's it. And then, and knowing nothing will be done because of Greed. And the right wing, illegitimate, the just incredible illegitimacy all around us of this tyrannical minority death cult, this selfish, greed-centered, anti-American, anti-democratic death cult that has no interest in democracy. In fact, it's not. It's worse than that. If you don't have an interest in something, you know they say the opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference. Right? It's true. Because hate is an emotion, right? You're, you're still attached to whatever you're hating. You know, it still triggers you. But they, I mean, they just, they're just indifferent about, about the, uh, the, the general welfare. They hate this country. Not only do they, if, I wish they would just endure, just shut up. Go have your 19 kids and counting. Go down your cue hole and uh, go sit in your basement with your freaking tinfoil hat and say the N-word and do whatever the fuck makes you whatever. But, like, leave it. Leave us alone. Stop trying to turn this country into the system that this, this country was founded as the antidote to. This is what Joe Biden needs to say. Maybe he needs, well, he needs to leave out the F word, but it's the truth. These people don't even understand what democracy is. What does it mean? They don't get it. They don't understand. They think this country was, um, came down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments and, uh, and, the, and the Constitution. They don't understand. It wasn't the Constitution. This is, I mean, it's so, when you think about how, how disgusting and the, the long game that these fuckers have played, you know, from uh, removing civics from the high schools right down to, to, to everything, to gerrymandering, pulling up the ladder behind them. They don't, they don't think when they lose elections, they don't think, well, how do I become a better representative of my community? So I receive the most votes legitimately. They think, how can I stop people from voting? This is if they're a fundamentally disgusting 
bunch of crooks who have zero uh, who have zero legitimacy. They have no legitimacy. Moscow Mitch has no legitimacy. Um, all of these, all the states that these people come from represent, I mean, the entire state of Wyoming, Wyoming has like 500,000 people. That's what we have in fucking, uh, Queens. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the death cult, the minority death cult, because they are unfit. If only... They believed in Jesus. Go and pray in your closets. If only. But we got to get a lecture. When kids are massacred, we got to hear. The best they can do is say, oh, well, God has a plan. I don't get it. How do these parents live and walk through the day and listen to this shit how? It's like grief upon grief, and insult and indignity. They don't care. That you, you better believe, and I know you do, but when these massacres happen, you, you know it as well as I do. They don't think, oh my God, those poor people. How disgusting. They think, oh fuck. You know, we got to keep our head down for a couple of weeks. They don't care about these parents. Obviously, they can't they don't have humanity. There's not a shred. Like this guy, it reminds me of, I mean, they're all disgusting. They all have various levels of ill like mental um illness, like sociopathy, psychopathy, narcissism. It's it's true. Hold on, we'll be right back. Am I wrong? No, I'm not. And what was I saying? So they all have levels of sickness, but it reminds me of this this other attorney general. What happened to him? Did they get rid of him, this attorney that killed that guy that was walking along the street? Let's see. Attorney general kills pedestrian. Yeah, Jason... Uh, Ravensborg he was impeached he was finally impeached he wouldn't he's the guy that we, we talked about him when it happened he killed somebody he killed a guy who was walking down the street because this guy was fucking texting and they knew it because they had the, the phone transcripts and they could tell he was on his phone texting somebody driving speeding down a dark road and this man was walking he had a flashlight a giant very bright flashlight as he should because he was walking down a dark road and everybody could see it and uh he hit this guy and he killed him, and then he proceeded to lie but he let the guy lie in the ditch to die the guy could have been alive and then he he lied to everyone's faces. He, first of all, he left the guy in the ditch, and then he went, uh, if I remember correctly, he said that he went back like the next day, and he turned himself in saying that, I think I hit an animal. I think I hit a deer, except there was a man's 
face impression on his windshield and glasses inside his car. So the guy was wearing glasses and his face crashed through the windshield, but it was a deer. I don't know what fucking deers wear glasses, but... And he's, if you watch the interrogation on YouTube, it's, it's interesting. But it's, it's like, you know, it reminds me of all of those true crime things that I watch with uh, interrogating Ted Bundy. You know, they, they're the same. The lies, the, and the, just the indifference, the selfishness covering their own ass. But he wouldn't leave. That's what happened. And they ended up impeaching. I'm glad they did. But the fact that he lied and then, I don't know, did he go, I don't know, whatever. This is an old story. We have other, we have newer stuff to talk about, but it, it's another example. This is who they are. And show me, show me Democrats that do this. I know Democrats commit crimes and they do stupid things and. But this would never be tolerated for the in the very least. It would not be tolerated in the Democratic Party. There's no way. He was re- and oh, of course, he was returning home from a Republican dinner. Of course, when he struck and killed a pedestrian, was walking ar- along the a rural highway. They initially reported it. He initially reported it as a collision with an animal. Well, you're nothing but you're nothing but animals to be exploited. And well, if you got if you hit one, what what the fuck? Who cares? He's not a lobbyist. It's not somebody. It's not doing anything for him. So leave him in a ditch to die and then lie. He said he didn't realize he hit a man, and then until he returned the next day, God knows that man could have been alive. Is that what happened? He had to resign, Elise, on the on the chat. He should have stepped down, should have done the honorable thing, said House Speaker Spence Ghosh. Of course, but they have no honor. You get it? This is the point. It's the entire Supreme Court. They're dishonorable. And remember Clarence Thomas, the hearings about Clarence Thomas. All of these right-wingers on the court are... Um, an abomination. They all are uh, illegitimate. And Thomas, Uncle Clarence, it was, I mean, this is what they do. They, they, they take, um, you know, he positioned himself just like Kavanaugh, like he's a victim. He was the victim, uh, the high tech lynching when it was coming out that 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 women were coming forward saying that this man is unfit he's a sexual predator and he should not be on a, on the supreme court he should not be in a lifetime position lording over the rest of us cuz that's what they're doing judging us this fucking m- moron who i mean somebody he's a grown man this is Thomas, right? He was a gr- he is a grown man, was at the time, and he was all. I remember, if I remember correctly, he was very fascinated by long dong silver, all about the peepees. You see, he wanted all the women who worked in the office had they ever seen long dong silver, and this is it. This is what they a judge. This is the conversation of a judge. That you're working for. 
Have you said, uh, you want to see Long Dong Silver? He's got a pee-pee. Let's look at his pee-pee. Have you seen the pee-pee? Look at my pee-pee. It's a fucking pee-pee patrol. They, they, they're emotionally stunted. And then, uh, of course, there was the pubic hair. Putting pee- oh, Who put this pubic hair on my Coke can? Like, any, ex- any reason to say something inappropriate. That's Thomas. And then he turned it around. Everybody, it's a high, this is a high-tech lynching. Exactly, Jim. Size queen. Absolutely. Because he wanted, he wanted to, I guess he wants to bang Ginny with that long dong or something. A high-tech a high lynching. Yes, everybody's picking on it. Like, uh, like Kavanaugh, Revenge of the Clintons and uh, all of that. It's the same thing that we have to endure with these fucking unfit monsters and now these illegitimate scumbags and they're all illegitimate i don't care if amy coney resting bitch face handmade barrett was um somewhat composed during her hearing and gorsuch they're both dishonorable scumbags think i i I mean just thinking about amy coney barrett the way they shoved that bitch on the court when Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not even in the ground, she was still lying in state, and these scumbags played their dirty tricks. So uh, this court is illegitimate, and something needs to be done. But what are the Democrats doing? They're fucking reading poems. Okay, we, we were talking about this on the other on the other show, so. I'm sorry. I'm beating a dead horse here. I'm uh, thank oh, I see Shannon in the chat. Welcome Shannon. Welcome every and welcome everybody. Welcome Elise and Play Dave and Winston and Jim. And I saw I think I saw Haiku in there. What, am I wrong? And Mark, our millennial correspondent, is he here? I'm taking attendance. Terry Taylor. Thank you. So- oh, Matt, I see Matt. Hello, Matt. Where is our millennial correspondent? Uh-oh. You know who's coming over? The producer's coming. Shit. And Trucker. Hi, Trucker John. Nice to see you. If you're on any other platform, come on over to youtube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster and hang out in the chat room. This is what we do on Friday nights. We get together... It's like my therapy. I say it's therapy for the resistance. I hope it helps you guys, but this this is therapy for me. That's for sure. I should. That's what I should do. I should record my therapy sessions, <laughs> put them on YouTube. Nah. Are they that? Are they interesting? I might. Maybe. Oh shit! I didn't mean to hit that. I always do that. I just wanted to show you. Tara Junior's here. Hello. Say hello. No, nothing. Okay. He's a good boy. As long as he s- stops his bullshit, you okay? Uh, yeah, they're all so. But to get back to what we were saying, they're all—they're just illegitimate, immature, and incapable of functioning in a democracy. Look at their look at their standard bearer. Look at him. He's an infant. He's a an emotionally stunted 
scumbag, but he is has the intellectual curiosity of a two-year-old. And, and well, no, that's actually not true. He, two-year-olds are not that stupid. He's got the well. He's you know the peepee, the the greed, everything that everything that's there that is supposed to be, you know, that really isn't um, valuable in life when it comes down to it. You know, like no one is laying on their deathbed. Maybe maybe Trump will, but laying on their deathbed saying, "Gee, I wish I had sold more." Tr- non-FDA approved Trump network vitamins in that multi-marketing vitamin scam I was running. Usually people are like, I, I, uh, yeah, I fucked up my relationships. I, whatever, you know, shit like that. So where is this? This somebody wrote, let me just read this. Trump's puerile humor. The sarcasm on the part of this... Now, this was written in 2020. Hold on. Hold on, guys. This is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. I'll be right back. So, I just saw this headline, and it interested me. Trump's puerile humor, but it is a couple of years old, when he was still squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. The sarcasm on part of the president of the United States was awfully misplaced, despite the clarification after 24 hours that he had spoken with tongue firmly in cheek. And that's what they do. You know, they'll say something dumb that as well, like everything that comes out of their mouth. And if there's backlash in some form from normal human society, I was only kidding. Like he was only kidding when he wanted you to inject bleach. Yes, that's what he's talking about. Trump caught, cut a sorry figure with his suggestion to inject disinfectants to treat the coronavirus. This, where, where the fuck is this real life? I, I, I mean, can somebody just pinch me and slap me across? I know some right wingers want to slap me, but is this really happening? Oh, whatever. I don't want to read this. Fuck this. Look at the cat is being cute, though. All right. You know what I want to talk about? A couple of things. So, Because we're on a tight schedule on Fridays. Let me just see where we are in the scheme. Where do I begin? Well, first, let's start here. Giuliani, um, this is new. Giuliani is selling uh, $50 MyPillow flip-flops on Twitter. This is who they are. You understand? Everything is a grift to them. The selling out the United States is like, it is the equivalent of selling $50 flip-flops on Twitter. It's true. You you never see Democrats. Show me. Somebody, I mean, you guys are all my producers, too. Are there any Democrats, former public servants, so to speak, public officials? Are, show me Democrats that are selling cinnamon diabetes cure or uh, erectile dysfunction pills or... Uh, what else? I, I should write an article on these. Well, and Giuliani. 
did you know that Giuliani was literally, this is a couple of months ago, selling um, autographed 9-11 t-shirts? Hold on. Um, which is, that is an ab abomination. How do you, what? But this is who they are. It's always been a grift. 9-11 t-shirts from 2022. Hold on. Did you, did you know that? I, I, I swear I was reading this other article from about the, let's start with the flip-flop. Ru Rudy Giuliani is shilling $50 my pillow flip-flops on Twitter. And this is from GQ. A holiday weekend in America means celebrating the thing we love most, sales. Never one to opt out of, a pre of pretty much anything, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani is striking while the market is hot by promoting discounted foam sandals on Twitter. Well, he was also selling my pillow shit on Twitter too. This is, I mean, this is who they are. the The United States is the equivalent of selling, of hawking just junk to them. They don't give a shit. A coup. A coup lines their pockets. It. Uh, there is no altruism here. There's no. The only, the ulterior motive is greed, greed and selfishness. Great products at reasonable prices. Use code Rudy for additional savings. What the fuck? Look at this. Wait, I have it. Look at this shit. Uh, it, you cannot make it up could you imagine imagine hillary clinton doing this you know they hate her the revenge of the clintons and all They're, she's so greedy imagine her selling sandals right she was the senator from new york oh they hate her but she has more integrity i mean i hate even to say it than in her uh in her little finger than the entire Republican Party, all of them, including your mama, your granny, your, uh, your neighbor. None of them are off the hook. They support this fucking, this, this disgusting cult. They're part of it. Shame on them. Great products at reasonable prices. Use the code Rudy for additional savings. What? And the graphic, too, is an abomination. It's right out of some a joke. If I thought, if I was going to make a spoof, this is what it would look like. But it's absolutely real. Do they do this all over the world in functioning democracies? Does this shit happen anywhere else? But in this cesspool, only people who follow Rudy Giuliani can reply. 
because I guess he's triggered. The big lies and the other things he's posting, the big lie is the January 6th committee. These people are so, you know, go under oath. They won't, they won't show up and take the oath, right? This fucking asshole's already lost his law license in New York and Washington, D.C. Hopefully they'll put his ass in jail. That would be rather satisfying. But yeah, I, so he's hawking these sandals, but a few months ago, he was selling, he was selling 9-11 t-shirts for $9-11, or $9-11, I don't know. Let's see. Rudy Giuliani, this is from The Independent, has come under fire for selling signed 9-11 t-shirts for $911. CNN anchor John Avlon, who used to work for the former New York mayor, blasted Mr. Giuliani for using the terrorist attack to sell merchandise. It is loathsome, which is the appropriate word for all of them, frankly, It's a total disrespect for the dead. Can you believe that? Exactly. Imagine that's how, you know, God forbid, you, you, uh, let's say, I, I can't even think about it, you know? Families of people who died in the World Trade Center are in these terrorist attacks. And this piece of shit who made his, he made his bones, right, on 9 11. He might as well have wore a pin. Ask me about 9-11. Everywhere he went, 9-11, 9-11. That was supposed to be his claim to fame. He was America's mayor after 9-11. Even though he, what did he do? Oh, shit. These cats are fucking knocking everything over. Stop it. Life with cats. What are you going to do? 9-11, 9-11. This is, so, yeah, where is it? Mr. Giuliani served as the mayor of New York from 1994 to the end of 2001 and became known as America's mayor for his celebrated handling of the terrorist attacks, which was bullshit. He did nothing. He walked around downtown and did nothing. The people who worked downtown... The, the, he was with with the Bush administration and what's her name Christie what what not not um, you know Chris Christie the one who was the EPA the one who squatted in the EPA to uh, fuck it up the woman and told everybody that there was nothing wrong with the air down there but all the people who work down there have cancer now or they're dead. That's your America's mayor. Because you're nothing. You understand? This is, it's everything. I hate to be right about this. I wish I was wrong about the Republican Party. In order to identify as a Republican, I'm gonna, this is really the bottom line. You, there has to be something fundamentally wrong with you. What, whether it is you are racist, you're a coward... You are greedy. You, you're filled with hate. 
you lack the ability to, you know, you hate gays, you hate, you hate people with darker pigment. You just hate, you hate this country. You hate the nation of immigrants. There's something fundamentally wrong. You think people are coming to steal whatever the fuck you have. You're, you're dumb. There's something wrong with you. You're stupid. Like the whole, like everything with the gas prices too. You know, the, the coup is, 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 uh, advancing a pace, right? But what are the Republicans doing? They're just tweeting about gas prices while blocking every attempt to relief, to relieve the American people of the burning of the gas prices, right? They, they block the windfall profits bill that the Democrats were putting through or the, uh, the price gouging bill because they need this. And that's the other thing now with this, I know I'm all over the place, but it is, it is terror buster, but the, like they, they're saying, um, you know, the Supreme court is coming out with all their decrees and rulings because they are the Kings of America now. And they allowed Biden, one of their rulings allowed, uh, you know, everything else sucks. They're, they're shitting on everything that is decent and is part of the structures of democracy. But they, one of the quote unquote wins they gave the white house was they allowed Biden to, um, continue with overturning Trump's remain in Mexico program for immigration and uh, for people seeking asylum. And of course, that's part of the right-wing coup as well. Of course they did that because they need, they want the Republicans to have some anti-immigrant cudgel to beat over Biden's head. So of course they did that. You understand? It's all part of the, they, they have zero integrity. It's not like they looked at the cases and they were like, Let's fairly adjudicate this according to the Constitution that people who aren't assholes, yeah, well, not, well, I wouldn't say that, that so many people, assholes including, um, died to entrust to us. It's not like they, they are not sincere in any way, shape, or form. They did. What else did they do? They just did something else, something disgusting with the shadow docket. This is how we know they're they're uh, scumbags who hate America. They the the shadow docket is uh, they don't even hear arguments. They're just like, oh, give me that case, and then they rule on it because they're they're ideologues. It's like Heaven's Gate cult. Next thing you know, they'll be telling us the fucking comet. Haley's comet, Halebot comet has a UFO behind it, and we all gotta, we're all gonna meet there. Yeah, where is this? The New York Times says the blockbuster decisions on abortions, guns, religion, and climate are told part of the story, but the court's abrupt rightward shift ran through its entire docket. They're on a, they're on a smash, smash and grab. And it has to be stopped because they're out of step with the American people. And I saw AOC was on Stephen Colbert's show 
and she was she made a a very um, pertinent point that this that the the branches of government are equal the co- they they are co-equal branches and they're part of checks and balances the supreme court if the supreme court is out of step with the american people they that it is the duty of the other branches of government to correct it and it's that's in the constitution the supreme court needs to be expanded they need to be stopped these people need to be stopped they have no honor they are illegitimate and they need to be stopped they have no right <laughs> except for the fact that they their dirty tricks succeeded they really have no right to rule on the rest of us absolutely no right just because they were successful in their scams just because Mitch McConnell was successful putting uh, putting these people shoving them on the court with absolutely with with no legitimacy they have no legitimacy and the other that's the other thing she said the that it's part of what makes a democracy function is that the people have they they are um they can rest assured in the legitimacy of the institutions but we can't no this supreme court and what the republicans have done to everything they touch they have illegitimized the the pillars of democracy the they've and and up to and including the supreme court unbelievable right this the the country is a majority normal people all right i know you know they always say we are a a center right nation no we're not we're a we're a center normal people nation and these fuckers do they're like they're not having it this is a coup so what are we gonna do oh yeah let me go back to Julianne. Giuliani sir yeah 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 where is it where is it the shirts i'm just talking about these shirts that he sold former district attorney for the southern district of new york has since fallen from grace in the eyes of many, most recently because of his him being part of the big lie, pushing the asshole's baseless conspiracy theory that the 2020 election was stolen. The shirts are being sold on the website for WABC Radio, where Mr. Giuliani hosts a program. The description on the page of the autographed shirts. Can you? I can't believe this. It's like I'm in a, I'm in the fucking twilight zone. In the of the autographed shirts, nine eleven. It's like, ask me about, you know, Hiroshima. I don't know. Like, what's a what's a disaster? It's a catastrophe, and it, you know that a disgusting. Ask me here. Let me sign these Milai massacre shirts which would be probably something they would like. The description on the page of the autographed shirt states that Rudy Giuliani will personally autograph the 9-11 shirt. And who will wear it, though? Who's the person that wears it? I want to know their... I, wa- I just want to know. I want to interview them. 
I want to ask them, what the fuck is wrong with them? And that a portion of the proceeds will go to the WABC Radio Foundation. A portion. Bullshit. That's the portion you can wipe your ass with. You better believe it. Like Trump's Save America, whatever the fuck pack he's got. It's the, 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 uh, based on the lie, the big lie pack that he has that doesn't exist. Suckers. Every sucker. Oh, they're complaining about gas prices, but they're putting their money into the sucker's tin. Disgusting. Dupes. Let's see. The page doesn't say what portion is Mr. Giuliani, um, what the portion is, and Mr. Giuliani is facing steep legal costs as a result of representing Trump in their failed attempts to overturn the election. Last year, Mr. Trump allegedly ordered aides not to pay Giuliani after he requested $20,000 a day for his work. Oh, and he's worth every penny. He's worth it. Can't you tell? he's, He's really on the ball, that one. But as far as the people are saying that Giuliani changed what happened to him, apparently people who know him, I mean, I lived in New York my whole life. I remember Giuliani administration. I was baffled by it. But I, but people who know him are saying he's never changed. This is who he is. He's always been this person, this kook. So I guess as he's gotten older, it's harder for him to hide it. But I guess he's devolving. But they said he's always been this way. This is him. He hasn't changed. He's always been a piece of dirt. Twitter users slammed Giuliani for selling the shirts. One writing, I didn't think it was possible to have a lower opinion of Rudy Giuliani until I learned he's selling autographed 9-11 shirts (laughs) for literally $911. Look at that. Here. Here they are. You want a shirt? Let's see if I can zoom in on it a little more. It's really, it's baffling how anybody votes for them. Anybody. I have people in my family, I'm sure. Like, I I suspect my sister. And I'm almost, I don't even want to talk about it, really. It's so disappointing. But at most, I, I can say with relief that most of my family are normal people in that regard. Like, I was just texting with my cousin the other day. Talking about getting the hell out of here. Going to Ireland. Getting a getting a house in Ireland for all of us to retire in. I, I'm not kidding. She might have been kidding. And and talking about like what happened? What do we do? This is this is a coup. We're in the middle of it. How do we how do we stop it? Or it can, it's not even about getting through it. We have to stop this if we if we are going to live here. Look at this. Collectible autographed by Giuliani. 20th anniversary t-shirt 
limited quantity in blue or red or white. Oh, you see, he's it's patriotic. Get all three and wear them every day of the, you know, you got one for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you can wash them. Who, who the fuck would wear this shirt? I want to know who, if anybody, I want to know who, who bought them. It's really, it's unbelievable. But this is who they are. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon says, uh, Shannon has a pain in her stomach, but it's a different anxiety. Yeah, I feel the same way, Shannon. I have this knot in my stomach constantly about this shit. And it's... If I, I think it wouldn't be as bad, really, if the Democrats weren't as feckless and if they were fighting. But there is there's hope, of course. If I, I I believe there is. I know we had Ron Placone on the show the other day and he he would disagree vehemently. But I I think there's more, obviously there's more hope with the Democrats because yeah, we do have some normal Democrats, but then you have the old guard. And some of the Democrats who are normal, um, I wish they would have a better message. That's my advice. Like the whole defund the police thing is a fucking stupid message. It always was, in my opinion. I'm all for reforming the police. I'm all for funding community policing. But you never, you, it's, it's, didn't they ever, did anybody ever tell them you don't do that? That's like politics 101. You don't tell people you're defunding things. It's, I don't know. I don't know where they, and they, it, that's the thing that's so frustrating about the Democrats. It's frustrating about listening to Schumer, too. It's kind of like the same thing. How they expect everybody to understand the nuances of what they're talking about. It's not, ha and all, all, do, all the Republicans do is exploit it. What else are they going to do? They don't have any, anything to run on. They don't have any accomplishments. But everything's a fucking lie to them. It, it's not just to them, to us. Everything is a lie. Like Trump, they're talking about how um, everything was great under Trump. According to them, it's they're living in a fantasy world. This is not that's not reality. Just like how Trump would present himself as somebody who saved America from a world that was out of control when he took over the White House despite receiving fewer votes. He would always present it like there was some kind of it was some kind of uh, great depression happening when he was handed an economy on the on the ascendancy there was he was he wasn't given a uh, an economy that was you know in shambles and he fucked it up as he always does but as he's wandering around mara moron the chinese spy trap that he's got down there uh, just f going from, I mean, it's such, it's the story of the biggest loser. It really is. He's like the jerk walking around with a chair and a, and a ping pong paddle. I need, I don't, I need this. 
I need that. Saying how he won the election and how everything was great. Walking into people's weddings, wandering in like some old fucking... Some like a, like somebody with Alzheimer's wandering around from room to room, complaining about how every how, how unfair everything is. It's where, is this real life? Can somebody really? I'm not kidding. It's almost unfathomable. I remember years ago talking to Mike Malloy about these filthy fascist Republicans. But frankly, I guess I had a failure of imagination. I did not think they could go this low, this low, with all the clowns in the clown show selling 9-11 T-shirts, a, a, a literal con man as a standard bearer, you know, I knew the con and the fascism was yeah, was just going along as planned. The greed-centered, kiss-up, kick-down, I-got-mine-sucks-to-be-you Republican ideology. But I, de- I never thought they would literally have a con man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is, uh, it is kind of a nightmare. And as they they have this this coup going on with the con man, and all, and then they have their propaganda channels, going where Tucker Carlson is going around sucking autocrat ass, presenting this to the dumbasses, presenting this alternate reality, like democracy is autocracy, priming them, prepping them for the coup, for the life that is to come. It's not democracy. It's not the um, liberal age of enlightenment. It's not e pluribus unum in any fucking way. That's the other thing I hate about this goddamn Supreme Court. They're just chopping us up. Oh, everything goes back to the states. This is what they're saying. But So why even have a country then? I would rather keep my blue state dollars then send it to your shithole district that keeps voting for people like Lauren Boebert. Now, I know, excuse me, I know we have people who uh, watch Tarabuster and listen to Tarabuster, and that's your representative. But I feel bad, I do. I feel bad. Not, you know, you know, we're not, nobody's seceding, but I'm just saying. Um, here, for example, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at these articles and because I have a couple of things. Like, for example, I'm like, what do I? Where do I go? Oh, look, the damn Progressive Voices show is almost over. That's the problem. I was going to talk about. We will talk about it after um, the Progressive Voices part of the show drops off. And here it is. So, if you're on Progressive Voices. Remember, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin or listen to the rest of the show on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, APS Radio News, and uh, YouTube. You know, hit the like, subscribe. You, we got more, we got more show. So you're invited. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. 
We have the greatest chat room in American history. Come and hang out there on Friday nights, Eastern Standard Time in the vicinity. We will win. We Well, they know it. That's why they have to cheat. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. Not bad. Not bad timing. Okay, here. Uh, this kind of pissed me off. I don't know if you said... Dr. Jordan Peterson. Here's a, This is what gets me mad. I know, I'm just venting again. These podcasters on the right... They don't have to say, P- please become a patron, like I do. And uh, this, they, they, where do they get their, their viewership? They, they get funded from, this is the, well, the way it is. They help each other. Okay, whatever. Jordan Peterson defends, oh, wait, where is it? Where is it? Do, Jordan, P- am I reading the right article? I wanted to talk about, here it is. Elliot Page pride tweet gets Jordan Peterson suspended from Twitter. That's the article. This happened today. So, uh, Dr. Dr. Jordan Peterson has been suspended from Twitter for calling out the criminal physician who removed Ellen, now Elliot Page's, breasts. And here you go, right? Republican big government telling you what to do. See, we don't go into their lives and tell them uh, to be an incel and to be a, a a useless, wasted human DNA poster child. We don't do that. We don't tell them to, uh, you know, what big sky spook to worship, to pretend to worship. We don't tell them stop having 19 kids and counting. We don't do that. They, we're just like, oh, well, live and let live. But they have to tell us what we, what, what we should do. So if you have the courage to live your authentic life, this is what they're afraid of. That's too much freedom breaking out there. And they, they can't have that. They need people to vilify you understand because they got nothing else imagine being them they are very sad if if they weren't so dangerous and uh destroying democracy we could merely pity them because what a disgusting small life they lead and they should be pitied, but, you know, they're a bunch of pricks, fascists, and they hate, you know, they're, and they're really out of control. But so uh, now they hate trans people. That's the, I mean, this is who they are. They just, they will never bring light to a situation. And they think they know everybody, know what everyone should do with their lives. And if anybody lives an authentic life, if they come out, if they, finally have the courage to be themselves. That is too much. That's very threatening to fascists. You understand? They can't handle it. 
that's too much freedom. And the funny thing is they don't see the irony of how, um, you know, calling themselves rugged individuals and claiming to be all about freedom. Because when they, when they talk about freedom, what they're talking about is the freedom to be an asshole, the freedom to be a bigot, to, to be a small-minded scumbag, the freedom to treat people like shit, the freedom to say the N-word and ha- and have, or to uh, you know, grab somebody's ass and to be- have no repercussions for their, for their abhorrent behavior. That's what they're talking about. When they pro- when they say I'm all about freedom, they're not for freedom. They're for repression and control. I wish I was wrong. Prove me wrong, because I I mean really, if they were for freedom, they would say they would, ju- and they don't understand Elliot Page. They don't get it. That it, who fucking get? That's not their business. You don't get it? I don't get you. I don't get why you're a scumbag. I don't get why why you have to inflict your manias on society instead of getting the help you desperately are crying out for. You know, I don't get it. I'm not telling you what to go. You want to listen to Joe Rogan? That's, you know, your wasted life. You want to listen to Jordan Peterson? That hey, you'll never get that. You'll never get that time back. But hey, whatever. But who is this person to tell somebody that uh, that they shouldn't be who they want to fucking be? Is Elliot Page hurting anybody? Is Elliot Page? Um, you know, in the middle of a coup? Is Elliot Page spreading lies or... No, in fact, Elliot Page is threatening to them because he's he's real. He's authentic. I mean, that is... Talk about the courage to, to make that transition publicly. Now, for those who don't know, Elliot Page was well no- a well-known actor now was, uh, I guess, uh, what was it? Uh, what was that film? The one where when she, when they were, uh, Ellen Page. I mean, this is a, this is a, a transition that people, you know, struggle with because of hateful scumbags like Jordan Peterson and the courage of doing this in the public eye after people know you for um film after film uh, what was uh, that breakout film juno right and do and say no i i am i'm elliot i am trans you don't understand it you don't have to you don't like it look away turn the channel don't watch the Umbrella Academy. Fuck off. Don't follow Elliot on Twitter. It's not your business. I don't, I don't get it. Don't they understand? Guys, I'm really, I'm sincere. Don't they get how 
how can they call themselves um, freedom lovers and be such scumbags and be such, well, I mean, that's just putting it mildly, and be so against freedom. I, I'm trying to, I'm struggling for the words. It's, this is, Elliot Page is a rugged individual with courage that they could never fucking muster. I I am uh, I'm impressed, frankly, and I find it I find it beautiful. Uh, it's incredible to watch him give interviews now and be and be themselves in a in the public eye to take off their shirt to embrace who they are. I don't know. To me, I find that uh, that's pretty fucking kick-ass, frankly. Holy shit. So this, this guy, this, uh, I guess, closet case, it must, it's some kind of closet this person is in. Uh, because you have to be in a closet. To be a, such a hateful homophobe and transphobe, there, it's not about the trans person or the uh, LGBT whatever person, it is about them. It's about, I mean, this is not me talking. This is science. They've done numerous studies about homophobes. They're, they're gay. And it's very threatening. So this person says, uh, what's Jordan Peterson? Paige came out as trans as a trans man in December of 2020, and the recent season of the Umbrella Academy reflected this change, having his character change from Vanya to Victor. I don't watch the show; it's not my it's not up my alley, frankly. I hear people like it, so good, kick ass, keep kicking ass, man. I, the people like Elliot Page, they're, they're, they are the heroes of society. Kick ass. Do you realize the future, when the future looks back, it will be people like Elliot Page will be remembered as, as the heroes. Not, not Trump. Not Giuliani. Not these cowards. Not, uh, what, Tucker Carlson, Peterson, Jordan Peterson, Dr. Joe Rogan, these small-minded, pee-pee-focused, little, little people, little. And no offense to little people either, frankly. You know what I'm saying? So Peterson writes on Twitter, remember when pride was a sin? Well, there you go. That's, that's the tell that we know Peterson is somehow in, a, in the closet, self-loathing in the closet in some form. And there's no doubt in my mind. Knowing trans people personally, like Robin Kincaid, for example, and Robin explained, I, I, I mean, when Robin came out, I was surprised. I was, I'm happy. I'm happy for her, for being herself. It's great to finally meet her after all these years. You know what I mean? You're friends with somebody and it's, and then it made me think yet again, how, you know, people are fighting their, their battles all the time. You never really know. 
what battle people are fighting in their heads in their and if you're a normal person a decent person even though you fight that battle you don't you know you try to make the world a, a better place that's that was robin pre-transition always trying to make the world a better place but then you know just not truly herself and i'm glad to finally meet her and to know that my friend will yeah you know live the rest of her life as who she was is meant to be you know and doesn't have to die when we step off this mortal coil won't be somebody she's not won't be remembered like that but be remembered as a kick-ass bitch frankly a badass bitch that's the fucking truth and same thing with Elliot Page. I I find it it's it's incredible. Good, good for him. You understand when people like Jordan Peterson are triggered, that means we're going in the right direction. That is the tell. Just like there, uh, you can tell that when he said, "Remember when pride was a sin." That to me says this person is somehow you know, jealous. They don't have that courage. Because if this person is out, if, if, if Jordan Peterson comes out as whatever they might be hiding, and you would, you never know. And what I remember, what Robin told me, you know, not that I'm not an expert, but it's uh, the hyper-masculinity. That's kind of what trans people who are struggling... I mean, at least um, Robin was saying this is was how she was trying to to battle it, you know. And uh, that's why uh, it's I, it wouldn't surprise me. This Jordan Peter, because who cares? Otherwise, why do you care so much? Nobody, who cares? You just say, oh, okay. If if somebody is, comes out as trans and you don't get it, fucking ch change the channel. Who cares? It's so bizarre. But that's the tell. You know, it's like, it reminds me of my friend Wayne, who is, I think I told you the story. He's very fit man and uh, likes to roll a blade and go to the gym and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he's a, he gets hit on a lot by guys. He, he was rollerblading in the park, in Central Park. He was telling me he got some guys, you know, was hitting on him and whatnot. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'm not gay. And uh, they started talking and ended up, yeah, they're both in recovery. And they went to a meeting together. <laughs> but my fr I think of my friend Wayne because he's like, you don't get nuts about it. He's like, yeah, I'm not gay whatever he gets hit on. it's like you don't um go into a rage you say thank you and uh you know no thank you but i appreciate the compliment so let's see remember when pride was a sin wrote peterson on twitter on june 22nd the middle of pride month of course he continued writing to his 2.8 million followers and ellen page 
just had her breasts her breasts removed by a criminal physician. Fuck you. Ellen Page, you see? They do that. They do that to um, Caitlyn Jenner. I don't, this is why I don't, I don't understand why anybody, first of all, is Republican or identifies as Republican, but why anybody who is trans or, or, or gay would identify as a Republican because they do that to her all the time. They are so disrespectful. They call her by... Bruce, 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 they do it. I, you hear it all the time. Whenever she goes to some fucking gaggle of Nazis called a CPAC or a Trump rally, they don't call her by her name. They think, I mean, and the thing is, they think it, it, uh, and I hate Caitlyn Jenner. She's, She's, uh, you know, a dumb bitch, but they think that it somehow uh, denigrates Caitlyn Jenner, but really they shame themselves and they don't realize that. It's like the Supreme Court. Um, It's like Amy Coney, uh, Handmaid Barrett. She thinks that she's a Supreme Court justice, right? But she's shamed herself. She might have the moniker, but she's a dishonorable bitch. I don't care if she smiles in front of that red curtain when they take those pictures and she gets to sit on her throne and tell us what to do. Her actions said it, said it all. Not even waiting until Ruth Bader Ginsburg was cold. Until she shoved herself onto the court with the help of, you know, Moscow Mitch's dirty tricks. So it seems to have taken a week, but the content of that tweet specifically got Peterson removed from Twitter. Good. As revealed by his daughter, Mikhail, Mikhail whatever, Peterson, and his fra- friend Dave Rubin. Michaelia, I don't know how to pronounce it, screenshotted the message. This is another thing, okay? We know that Republicans are, uh, you know, they hate democracy and they don't, they don't get this whole America thingy, the e pluribus unum thingy, and how uh, that, that's why, see, it is, it's really in them. It's a fundamental sickness in them that they need a big daddy to save them from the world. And that's really why they hate democracy. You know what I mean? They can't help it. It's the authoritarian personality. And that's why they run. They run. So this bitch, Michaela Peterson, the daughter of this, this homophobic, transphobic, you know, most likely closet case, if, I, if you're asking me. Wait, hold on. I just fucking shut the thing. I just shut it by accident. She uh, she tweets to Elon Musk, her daddy. Wow. Wow. Jordan B. Peterson got a Twitter strike. No more Twitter until he deletes the tweet. 
definitely not a free speech platform at the moment, Elon Musk. Fuck you. Elon Musk, save us. We want to be able to be Nazis. Help us, Elon. This isn't free speech if I can't denigrate your very existence, if I can't spread my hate, if I can't be a Nazi who is stirring up hatred about the targeted minority group du jour, then it's definitely not free speech. Help us, Elon, who, by the way, is not buying Twitter. We know this. Hopefully not, at least. I hope I don't eat those words, but it doesn't seem like he's going he's gonna to go through with it. He's like, you know, it's like Trump. He likes the attention, and it's too much, you know, he, he doesn't, I don't know what the fucking whole story is, but it doesn't seem like it's happening, and that's actually a relief. What happened? Let's see. We've tempered, see, he could get back on Twitter, apparently, if he deletes the tweet, and he won't do it, because he's a piece of shit. And would ra- I, I, this is the hill they're going to die on, you get it? Forget saving, I don't know, go out and do something, you know? Go pick up garbage off the street. Make yourself useful, right? Go join a fucking, uh, hot, go, go to a meetup and go, uh, that's what I used to do with New York Cares. You know, go out and plant some trees. Go paint some schools. Do something. Do something for the community. But this is what they do. This is what they do. This is their, this is the flag they're going to plant. The flag of hate. Let me inject my, my, my tiny, my stupid, malinformed, self-loathing opinions on somebody who has more courage, more authentic, more talent more, I mean, everything, more humanity in, his, in a hair on his head than the entire DNA strand going back to Neanderthal of, these, of this uh, Jordan B. Peterson. All of the, I mean, when you think about all the people that had to get together to make that fucking one scumbag. So what happened? <clears throat> Wait, I'm losing my voice again. We have determined that this account violated Twitter rules specifically for violating our rules against hateful conduct. Oh my God, not a free speech platform. Definitely not. Because I want to use speech to spread hate. You know, I want to use uh, my platform to uh, ins- ensure that, uh, I mean, it's just to be a bully, frankly, to target somebody, to inject my myopic, my, my tiny views on somebody's life and possibly get them killed. But they can't handle it. They don't like, uh, so they can't, they, they can't stop violating rules against hateful conduct against... So it says you may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, 
national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. Oh, my God. You're not free. Right? Freedom! Why don't they tweet that, that, uh, you know, Braveheart tweet? Freedom! Remember when pride was a sin and Ellen Page just had her breasts removed by a criminal physician? So they, you see how hateful this is on so many levels? In Pride Month, of course, the, the, uh, the end of Pride Month, trying to spread this bullshit, this anti-trans bullshit, that somehow if you receive gender-affirming health care, that, that you're being assaulted somehow because of your pee-pee. And they are... They need to get the fuck out of here and go back to the dark ages. Just go. No one's stopping them. I don't know why they have to drag everybody with them to the dark ages. This is the problem. You see, I know you're like me, guys. If Let them go to the dark ages. Go. I have no problem with them in the dark ages. We'll, like, yeah, leave you alone. But... Can you return the favor, please? Leave us alone. Stop trying to drag the entire society down with you. So you want to live in the dark ages, but you're, you don't want to live there alone. You want to bring us all with you. You understand you are the minority. You're in the minority. Thank God. And why is that? That's because Mother Nature... What is wants us to evolve. We, they, Mother Nature wants us to expand the circle of dignity, decency, and humanity. And we're doing it, and you can't handle it. It's always been this way, conservatives. You better believe it. We crawled out of the primordial ooze, and there was a fucking right-wing amoeba standing there screaming saying get back in that ooze that's you better believe it but I don't get how they must drag us with them go to the dark ages no one is stopping you live in your handmade cult Amy Coney bitch face Barrett Live, live, go to Moscow Mitch's district and form a cult. And you can all go there. And then and you can have your Maramoron Mussolini as your, as your leader. But leave us, leave us out of it. Leave society out of it. Leave normal society out of it. You know what I mean? Am I, is that too much to ask? That's what I'm saying. Like, they can't, like, shut the fuck up and leave us alone. Let people live, for Christ's sake. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. When will Republic clowns, as well as their supporters, ever going to see that they've been duped by idiot number 45? Mm, Yeah, probably never. 
idiot number 45 is that like chanel chanel number 45 unbelievable well as um in keeping with the destroying the pillars of democracy here's from salon i just want to see what the time is oh boy School's out forever. Like I say, don't I ever say... I, I, I hate to be right, of course. It sucks to be right, literally and figuratively. But school, And what do I say all the time? Republicans, they hate democracy. They can't handle it. They can't stand living in a free democratic society. That's why they cling to their big daddy autocrat to save them from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place. They hate eat pluribus unum they hate the general welfare because they're everybody's different they can't handle that and one of the pillars of democracy is public education that's why they hate it that's why they hate i mean everywhere you look where democracy is where you know is it requires there are ingredients to a functioning democratic society there has to be upwardly mobile majority, an educated majority, right? That's one of the pillars. Education is one of the pillars of democracy. That, and that's why Republicans, they vilify it. They go after it. They attack it constantly. And, th- and please, Democrats, if you're listening, here's how you... You, I mean, it's you've so many missed opportunities with Democrats. It's so annoying. The, that's how you have to fight when you promote, and and talk to the people in your district, the people you're representing. Remind them that education is a pillar of democracy. It's required for a functioning democracy, just like taxing the rich. We need taxing the rich is a patriotic imperative because you can't have this kind of concentrated wealth and upward immobility and a functioning democracy at the same time. Same thing with education. Education needs to be funded and embraced and there without apology. Without apology, funded through taxes by the way, not property taxes, because that's a racist-ass policy that has to go. All right. Well, it won't. Well, we know it won't go, thanks to the Supreme Court, I'm sure. Anyway, from Salon, school's out forever. Arizona moves to kill public education. I, I, I mean, does it ever, can it ever get worse? Yes. Don't ask that question. Last Friday, while the country reeled from the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, Arizona made history of a different sort. Legislators in the Grand Canyon State passed a universal school voucher bill that, once signed by government Doug Ducey, will become the most wide-reaching school privatization plan in the country, and this is how they kill public education. And they turn it yet again into the providence of the rich. If some f- rich fucker can't make a buck, Republicans don't want anything to do with it. And it's all about concentrated wealth. 
It is wealth and concentrated wealth and power, not about the general welfare, not about e pluribus unum, none of that shit. Public education, that's why they vilify it. Government schools. Republicans, you know, they they are always on message, but you never never hear Democrats fighting back. Government schools. You know, they'll talk about, oh, we want to get bipartisan legislation. And then they they are giving, um, you know, credence to these private school schemes when they should be fighting for public education unapologetically. You know, as like like the Republicans fight for um, private, you know, for these voucher charter schools. You ever see Republicans never fight for public education, even when they had that Betsy DeVos bitch in the at heading the Department of Education. He, she never visited public schools. She would go on tours to all the voucher fucking schools where her friends could make money. Unbelievable. They're, they are unapologetically fascist. And the Repo- and the Democrats are just like, let's just be a little fascist. Let's just be, you know, maybe if we are a little uh, fascist, they'll, what, learn to love democracy somehow? Uh, can you get it now? This has always been the plan. Killing democracy has always been the, the plan. In his January State of the State address, Ducey called on Arizona lawmakers to send him bills that would expand school choice. That's how they frame it. It's always about choice. Unless, you know, you want to choose not to die in a back alley or, you know, then it's then you're or choose to uh, live your authentic life. Then you're, you're a criminal. And the Republican-dominated legislature obliged delivering last Friday's bill, which will open a pre-existing program for the Empowerment School Accounts, quote-unquote, ESAs, up to the entire state. In practice, the law will now give parents who opt out of public school a debit card for roughly $7,000 per child. So taxpayer money to go to private fuckers who are undermining public education private schools so our tax well not in this state but i'm sure our blue state tax dollars will go to fund this bullshit and it'll go into some private pricks pocket while the kids well yeah the kids are nothing they're they're it's like soil and green the kids are just pawns and plebs for the parasites to attach their uh, their greed-centered rapacious gullets to and just suck out all the profit they can while leaving nothing but a husk. That's it. It's not about education, please. Just like uh, sending women to back alleys is not about life in any sense of the word. I can't take it. I, I just can't take the, you know, it's the thing with the Democrats. I know I'm kicking ass on the Democrats a lot, but it really is, you know, that's part of the problem for Democrats to give any credence 
to these schemes of the Republicans to meet them halfway, to give them a you know an inch while they take a mile, while they take the whole fucking thing. Anyway, guys, my name is Tara Devlin. It's kind of dark in here now, but we will win. Thank you for hanging out. Will you guys, uh, will, hey, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep this, this show, the real liberal media, going and growing and hanging out. We do hang out here every Friday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in that vicinity. We have a great chat room. Please join us, tarabuster.com. I mean, well, you can go tarabuster.com and find us. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. I got to fix that. I tried to fix that. It didn't work. Holy shit. Bing. <laughs> All right. Listen up. What's going on in the chat room? How's everybody doing? Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Jim. Jim liked the show. I'm glad. I like you guys. I like hanging out with you guys. I really, really do. I don't know what i do without you. So when, when will we... Ha- I guess we won't have a show on the 4th because everybody would be busy. Looking at fire, looking at lights in the sky. Maybe Tuesday or something like that. We'll see. If somebody becomes a patron, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I got to fix that Patreon page up. I know it's a little outdated, but I will. I I just have 10,000 other things to do. And that's why I'll say. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I don't know. I got to do so many other things. I got videos to make. I have so many ideas. I just got no time. Damn it. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. I just got this. Oh, thank you, Matt, for your for your super chat. I just got a an email from Kay Petrini. Just want to share it with you guys. I'm sending it to my computer. Uh, a picture that she sent. A meme. Come on, get over there. How do I do it? Share. Share file via AirDrop. Oh, turn Wi-Fi on. That's what's happening. The Wi-Fi is off. Wi-Fi on. Here we go. Why is it not connected? That's weird. Okay, let's try again. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. 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 There it goes. Let's see. Take me to it. Probably be a, not, you know, it's not going to be a, a explosive picture. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not like it's a lot of fanfare to get that picture there, but thank you, Kay, for sending it. Kay is uh, Mike Malloy's education correspondent. Also, I'll have to say my education 
correspondent. So why didn't you vote against them, Mom? So uh, those who are listening on the on the podcast only, Kay sent a, a Kegel from Kegel, Kegel cartoon from, I can't, I don't know who that artist is, but I would give them credit. Wham, wham, it says. Okay, whatever. But it is a, an image of people, a young person and an older person in the handmaid's outfit. And it says, and the little one says, why didn't you vote against them, mom? Why didn't you try to stop them from taking it all away? And mom responds in the handmade costume, of course. Well, back then, gas prices were really quite high, honey. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Not just me saying it. Obviously, other people are saying it. But that's that's hitting the nail on the head. Gas prices will, this too shall pass. The other thing is, as far as the gas prices are concerned, of course, this is a worldwide problem because of we're coming out of a pandemic and then we have price gouging. We know that the big oil is taking advantage of this because the last time the price of oil was at this price, I don't know it off the top of my head, apparently, as Bernie said, the gas prices, gas was $2 less a gallon. So they're taking advantage. Also, I think they're doing it because they hate Democrats. And there is a worldwide pandemic, blah, blah, blah. And other issues like uh, Ukraine and Russia. And, um, you know, that will, this will pass. And the other problem is the Republicans... This kiss-up, kick-down, trickle-down nightmare that we live in, the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of Western democracies, that no one ever mentions that, too. The fact that people are struggling with with high gas, if gas goes $2 higher, then, and you can't... You know, your your whole world is turned upside down. That's not freedom. You, you're not in the middle class. This is not a functioning working class. You know, part of being middle class and being economically vibrant would mean that you're able to handle the uh, the ups and downs of life, of the economy, of things that that happen. If you're hanging by a thread, living paycheck to paycheck, like 80% of the American people are, you're not, that's not freedom. That's not democracy. It's not supposed to be like that. That is a failure. And no one talks about that as far as gas prices. Just like, how are we going to get them lower? Not how are we going to pay people more? You know, there's another, there's another, um, solution. Don't, uh, we'll have a gas tax holiday. Well, how about we pay people living wages so they can afford the gas when it goes $2 higher? They're not on the balls of their ass trying to, uh, you know, figure it out. They could be, okay, we, you know, 
We we can ride it out. Ah, lordy. Lordy, lordy, I hope they're tapes. All right. Thank you, guys. It's true, though, right? Am I wrong about that? No. That's part of it. No one talks about this. No one. No one says. That's what makes me think, like, am I wrong about this? No. Come on. You're right. Exactly. Winston on the chat. Or how are we going to get off fossil fuels altogether? You know, the newest thing, another thing. Um, well, not that new, I guess, but they're fighting the, they're fighting, of course, you know, because Republicans are, are dumb. You know, you have the greedy fuckers and then you have the stupids who follow them and they're spreading, um, you know, a bullshit, this, this trope or whatever. It's not, I guess that's not the appropriate word. Well, you know, just spreading a lie that, Electric cars actually are worse on the environment than gas, than the, the old combustion engine, which is not true. They're like, oh, I just saw this today. Where is it? About it's it's all over the place, and I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. <clears throat> Let's see. Where am I? Where am I? Because I was... I'll just... I mean, this is really the end of the show, so... Let's see. Hmm. Yeah. So here's what happened. This is another thing I was going to talk about. But... Oh, and I forgot to talk about that. We could do that. <laughs> oh, shit. I was going to talk about that Kyle Rittenhouse game. Well, maybe we could do that on Tuesday. That dumb bastard. But there's so many things happen in between. So Ted Cruz, because he's, you know, the traitor Ted Cruz, because he's a, um, he's a podcaster. This is re what Republicans do. They get $170,000 a year as a senator to squat in their Senate office or wherever they do, and do a podcast and and help a coup, right? And he's got health care for life. He's got retirement security. He's got health care for life. He's got live a living wage, right? He could do all this. He could have his little fucking podcast. He doesn't have to say, please become a patron. And he can spread lies. Because the, here's one. Don't tell them it's an oil painting. So these young people are trying, they, they glued themselves to a Vincent Van Gogh painting as, uh, as uh, a stunt. And... They're wearing shirts that say, just stop oil. And Ted Cruz is, is uh, spreading this, this falsehood that they're, they're doing it because it's an oil painting. Oh, they don't like oil. You know, so it's making them out to be idiots, of course. But the, what they're doing is they're trying to get... Actually, if you read the story, and the, he's confident that... The, the dumbasses who follow him legitimately and listen to the slime that subs, that comes out of his mouth that in the form of words 
they that that they will just take whatever the whatever lie he's peddling and but what they're doing what these young people are doing is they're trying to get the gallery to become part of an organization that promotes climate change that's what it's about it's not because this is an oil painting you see what i mean and ted cruz is getting one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year to do this to spread more misinformation to make his dumbasses who follow him stupid enough to vote for him and keep him in power while he slowly slits their throats and makes it makes this country a shithole so this this dumb bastard named peter on uh, on the on the twitters writes i can't wait for these kids to find out that an electric car produces more emissions than a hybrid or conventional engine car this is a new the new shithole that they talk about it's the new lie it's it not new come on what am i saying it's all lies to keep to keep this world heading in the wrong direction because it makes a few people rich yeah and they want a mother earth to be a a toilet for poisonous waste and all her inhabitant inhabitants to to struggle you know to live in the in the shithole go oh, they won't be living in shitholes and that's another thing with the supreme court this fucking supreme court i can't get into it now it's too late but with the, what they did with the epa I, I mean it's 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 unacceptable so uh this peter asshole says don't forget vehicles just uh, don't just magically appear on the showroom floor starting with zero emissions. So let's not even try, right? Let's not do anything. Let's not head in the right direction um, And because it's not a, a, a light switch. You don't just flick a switch and everything changes. I hate them. You understand? I'm fucking... I am, I am correct. I'm so right. When I say that when we crawled out of the ooze, these scumbags were standing in the way. You better believe it. So the fact is, as I, as I informed this dumb bastard named Peter, electric vehicles typically have a smaller carbon footprint than gasoline cars, even when accounting for the electricity used in charging. Electric vehicles have no tailpipe emissions generating the electricity used to charge EVs, however, may create carbon pollution, but this amount varies widely based on how local power gener is generated. Exa for example, using coal or natural gas, which emits carbon pollution versus renewable resources like wind or solar, because we're not completely there yet, you stupid effing goddamn albatross that's what they are they're the albatrosses around our necks so even accounting for these electrical uh, electricity emissions research shows that an ev is typically responsible for lower levels of greenhouse gases than an average new gasoline car to the extent that more renewable energy sources like wind and solar are used to generate electricity, the total um, GHGs associated with EVs, greenhouse gases, exactly, could be even lower. 
in 2020, renewables became the second most prevalent U.S. electricity source. Second most. Only because it was not first most because of these fucking albatrosses. You better believe it. Learn more. So this is this. Um, uh, I got these this screenshot from the EPA website. So because they have to release this stuff to counteract the stupidity. Oh, and this person. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, also, so he responded. You maybe should turn off the news and look into what it makes, what it takes to produce and manufacture stuff. But until people give, open their eyes and look at the whole picture, they are only going to see what they want and ignore the rest. So we should. What is that? What's the point of that? I should turn off the news and look at what it takes to produce and manufacture stuff. That's what they're saying. It takes. Some places are using oil. Some places are using coal because we're not quite there yet. But we want to head in the right direction. That doesn't mean we don't fucking head in the right direction and change things for the better. Maybe I should look and look at what it means to produce something because we're not living in a fucking fantasy land where... All of the sudden, things are bling. You know, we wave our, like Elon Musk comes down and says, you're all free to say the N-word. Get me out of here. Guys, am I right? Or am I right? God. Yes, Terry Taylor on the chat. If we had started investing in green technology years ago, we'd be in a better place, in a such such a better place. If in fact, exactly, yes. Like if Reagan never took the solar panels off the White House, and we followed his plan. If we followed Car- Carter's energy plan to for renewables, we would have been free from foreign oil by the year two thousand. And maybe we wouldn't even have had 9-11. But I guess Giuliani couldn't sell his T-shirts then. So it's all it's all for the best. Like that uh, that attorney general, that Texas attorney general said, God works in mysterious ways. All right, my friends. Holy shit. God help us. Somebody help me and become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That's going to be on my tombstone. And, um, what else? If we, if somebody becomes a patron on Tuesday, we'll do a show. If not, I'll, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> and then we can talk about Kyle Rittenhouse's game and we, well, you know, we have fun. We do have fun. We make fun, we laugh, we cry. We run the gamut of emotions here on Terror Buster. And I'm, but I'm really glad to be with you guys. It's fun. Is it fun? At least we're in it together. You know what I mean? We're not alone. So thank you so much. And remember, APS Radio News and... FYINation.com and rockfin.com 
And please, if you can, give the show a good review on iTunes. If you are so inclined, because that that helps get us up in the up in the ratings, up in the algorithm. Yes, I know. I forget, Errol. It's slime, rotten house. Yes, I know. What a slime! I I don't get it, guys. These horrible people. They're they're absolutely horrible. Horrible. I, and you know the story. I don't know. Um, I'm not a psychic. I, I don't have a psychic feeling about Slime Rotten House, except that it's not going to end well. Right? That kid, they are, he's a damaged dirt bag, of, a murderer, of course, a piece of dirt. Uh, obviously broken, a scumbag. He He really needed to be convicted and put into some kind he put into a psychiatric facility or something at the very least because he's something very damaged in him and he's going it's not going to end well it will not end well for him and trust me the the filthy fascists will they will uh grind him up and spit him out but I have no sympathy for that, of course. He's a, he is, yes, Winston on the chat. Rotten House is a horrible little Eichmann. Yes, he is. He's like a little Nazi. He is a little brown shirt Nazi piece of shit who, you know, was born in the, I mean, he was born in the wrong decade. He would have been a, he would have been a brown shirt. These people are fascists. They are. He's, the fact that he got away with murder, it will not end well for him. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He had no business being in that that place. The whole, uh, everything, this is Republicans. They corrupt everything. They suck. They destroy everything that they touch. Anybody who watched that slime rotten house trial and that judge, I, it's... It's an abomination. They are an abomination to America. And thank you, Robin M., for your super chat. Right at, right under the gate. All right, guys. <clears throat> As you can hear, my voice is going. So it's time to go lay down. Maybe I'll watch... What's that show? Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Just to... Just to yeah, my, to support support the the courageous trailblazers uh, the kick-ass the kick-ass uh, human beings on the right side of history people who are really admirable that's somebody who is I, I mean honestly I admire Elliot Page I, I, that's, I don't even know that's somebody that needs a statue to themselves or to, you know what I mean if we were n- not as sick Elliot would be it would be like wow welcome welcome nice to so glad you can live your life but okay all right friends friends Romans and countrymen Lend me your ears. Thank you so much for lending me your ears. 
for a couple of hours. And thank you so much. If you can become a patron, like I said, and uh, we will win. I have to fix the patron page up. I know. I'm sorry. We will win. We will win. They have to pretend they're us. That's how we know we will win. They always have to pretend they're doing something right. Like they're, it's altruistic. They care. But they, you know, it's an act. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. And I will see you very soon. And enjoy your 4th of July. For, uh, remember, get you know what? Get some rest because we got a lot of work to do. Think about all those who died for this country. Let's make sure they didn't die in vain and take this country back from the fascists. I'll see you soon. <laughs>